A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to the best local sports podcast in Michigan, and that's a Duff said. Saginaw Valley State football opened the season with a win over Winona State in the Red Feather Classic. The Cardinals won this past Thursday 34-24. In that victory, Terrence Brown had 168 yards on the ground and two touchdowns for the Cardinals. Now, as a team, Saginaw Valley State finished just shy of 500 total yards of offense, the majority of which came on the ground. They had 406 rushing yards. Now, I caught up with head coach Ryan Brady to talk about this victory and what lies ahead for the Cardinals. It is going to be a difficult schedule this season. It's going to be a tough game weekend and week out. They are in a very tough conference filled with playoff teams all looking for that opportunity at the end of the season. My conversation with head coach Ryan Brady starts now. What really stood out to you in this win? Yeah, we got off to a fast start, uh, so I was definitely excited about that. And uh, I really was impressed with the way that our defense um, was taking care of business. Um, and then offensively, and our offensive line really, really established, um, you know, a level of dominance that I haven't seen since I've been here. So I was, um, was really pleased and proud, proud of them. And, um, you know, um, really excited about this group of guys. Uh, they've, they've really put in a lot of work and they've really paid the price this summer. And, um, we have a big, strong, physical and fast football team. And so, um, so that's exciting. You know, and so it was our first time to get out there and playing against a, a very uh, quality opponent uh, in Winona State, who was, uh, you know, was an NCAA playoff qualifier um, the year before. And, um, you know, in my humble opinion, they're better this year than they were last year. So they did a nice job recruiting and developing some guys and um, they played um, they played well and, um, you know, they didn't flinch. You said something right there that really stuck with me. You said they were a playoff contender last year, and you guys, despite the great season that you had last season, were not given a playoff opportunity. When you look at all the work that you guys did this summer, because right before we started this conversation, you told me you didn't really have much of a summer because you've been busy preparing your guys for taking that next step in the program, which is to get that playoff spot. So what was the work like that led up to this game? Yeah, I mean, we had a great camp. Um, it was a long camp. <laughs> so we were excited. I'm glad we played on Thursday. I couldn't imagine if um, we had to play today and it was Saturday. The, these last three days have filled long. Um, but, you know, I mean, we had over 100 kids here this summer. Um, and, um, you know, the kids were awesome. I mean, they, they worked their butts off. Um, and so, um, you know, expectations are higher than ever here right now. Um, and so... Uh, that's exciting, um, and you know the kids. Uh, the kids are ready to work, and you know, they're excited for their opportunity this season. So, um, you know, Winona State. Um, they played hard. They were disciplined. They were well coached. Um, they have some really good players. Uh, that was a big win for us uh, and our program. So, 
uh, really proud of the guys for, for hanging in there and, and grinding that one out. Ever since you've gotten to Saginaw Valley State, this program that you've been in charge of has gotten better each year that you have been in charge. The win totals have gone up each of the last three seasons. What are some of the things that you attribute to that? We really uh, we pride ourselves on development here, and um, you know we're a developmental program, um, and we've uh, we've done a really good job recruiting here, in my opinion, and um, our retention's been great, and. Um, you know, we have a great strength and conditioning program here. Um, we have great leadership and mentality training here. Um, we have a great spiritual support. Um, we have an awesome uh, team pastor. And, um, you know, Bishop Popka does a great job, um, you know, with our guys. We do a lot of success training here. Um, and so it's just all about development. Um, every, everything we do is about developing our guys and um, getting our guys reps. And, um, and so we have a really good model. I really like what we're doing and we're seeing guys grow. And obviously, um, you know, you're seeing some of the, uh, the fruits of our, our labor as we got, you know, guys like Nick Whiteside and Trevor Nowoski and Nate McCrary who are, who are doing it at the highest level, um, and doing, and doing very well. Um, and that just, that just goes back to, you know, our process here and, and those guys buying in and, and doing, doing all the things that they need to do to be the best that they can be. And you mentioned Trevor just a second ago. I did see that uh, he got waived by the Lions. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to him. Uh, what's the latest for him in his quest to play for the hometown team? Yep. So he he's uh, he signed with the Lions on the practice squad. So um, he had a very good camp and uh, did some really good things in the preseason game. So they signed him to the practice squad. So we're 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 Trevor and everyone's excited about that. And I know Detroit's excited about that. And um, they think they got something there, and, and, I, and I think they're right. So, and the Nick, Nick Whiteside signed with the, the Redskins uh, practice squad as well. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys get called up at some point in the year because these guys played really well uh, in some of the preseason games. And, uh, uh, you know, everybody here back home is very proud of them, very excited about, uh, you know, the, uh, the playmaking ability that they showed out there on the field. What was it like for you to see those guys get that opportunity to shine at that level? Because like you said, that's the highest level you can get to in football. You saw them put in the work. You saw them really commit themselves to making that far. And just to see what they got to do in the preseason and make the most of their opportunities as a coach and almost like a proud father, what was that like for you to see that unfold? Oh, I mean, it's an unbelievable feeling. I mean, just so happy and just, uh, you know, for, for not just, uh, you know, Nick and Trevor and Nate, but just for their families and how excited their families are. I mean, like, what a, what an opportunity, you know, what a, what a, what a great experience to, uh, to be there in the facility and to be around those guys, those coaches and, you know, those organizations, like, like once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm just glad to see. Uh, my guys there with the confidence that they need um, performing at the level that they need to and, and doing all the things that they need to, to, to continue to grow, to become uh, better football players. So, and, and we got Richie Bowens who just signed, um, you know, with the USFL team on Houston. So, so we got another one in the USFL as well. So just um, a lot of guys, um, you know, doing, doing great things out there. And I think, um, um, I'm pretty confident. I think the best is yet to come. I think we got some more in the building right now that that can that can make it to that level. And so, um, you know, that's exciting. That's exciting. And 
and our players know that. And that's so, I mean, they're, they're just so happy. I mean, it's all of our group chats. The guys are just, you know, posting pictures and videos of Trevor and Nick and Nate. And it's just really cool to see. And those guys were also huge to the success that you've enjoyed since you've been at Saginaw Valley State. They have been key to the progress that you have made. What's it like for you to have seen the progress just continue each season? Yeah, I mean, those those guys have got better every year they were here. I mean, every single year I can still remember when I walked in the door and I can remember, you know, Nick and Trevor um, and Nate. And, you know, and then, then a year later, like, seeing like how much they've grown and then the next year and the next year. And so, um, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, and seeing these young men grow up and, and that's really where I think, um, you know, I'm uh, really excited about what, what uh, my staff has done here. Um, it's just seeing them grow in every aspect of their life where it's not just football. It's not just in the weight room. It's, it's them growing, you know, physically, mentally, socially, emotionally, spiritually. Like we're just trying to develop the whole person here. Just trying to make these guys um, have a great experience um, that when they leave here, that they're like, man, this is the best decision I ever made was going and playing football at Saginaw Valley. Um, and so that's that's my commitment to them is um, when we when they leave here, that's how I want them to feel. Um, and so, uh, so far, so good. But as far as football goes, you know, you want to continue to make the progress that you've been making. You want to get that even further. And I feel like there's another chapter in the story that you guys have to write, and that is getting that uh, elusive playoff spot. How badly does this year's team want to write that chapter? They're hungry. I mean, they want it. Um, but wanting it's not enough. I mean, we have to go out there and earn it. I mean, we have to go do it. Um, and so... Uh, we, we're, we're, we're a talented group. Um, we're a tough group or, you know, we're, we're physical. Um, we have great depth, but we also have a lot of young guys, um, that have some inexperience. So, um, we've got to, we've got to grow through that. And our, our focus has got to be on getting better every day. Uh, we cannot be content at all. The, the teams that, that we need to beat, um, you know, they're, they're getting better too. And so, we, you know, obviously this is the best Division II football conference in the country. Um, and so it, it doesn't get um, any better than this. And so um, and our schedule is as tough as it gets. Um, and so um, I think out of our uh, first six games, I think five out of the six were playoff teams last year. So we just beat an eight-win team, and then we're going to play a nine-win team um, in a week from now, and then a ten-win team, then a – 12 win team and like a 15 win team. I mean, we, we have, um, we have an SEC schedule uh, in front of us. So we got to take them one at a time and we really just got to take it one day at a time. Uh, and our focus has got to just be on you know, paying the price, sacrificing a lot. Um, and just, uh, being team, having a team first mentality. Um, and it's just got to all be about the W here. And so, um, these guys are really, uh, had a great camp and showed me that this is that's the kind of team that they want to be, and that's going to have to continue. You're referring, of course, to the GLIAC. That is a conference that you guys are a part of. And when the coaches got together in the preseason, they picked you guys for fourth place in the GLIAC, which is where you finished last year. How much stock did you guys put into that poll? How did you react to that? And what makes you guys feel like you could be better than those expectations? I mean, it's... Um... Honestly, that's that's where I would have picked us because that's where we finished last year. So, um, 
you know, until, until we go out there and improve otherwise, nobody should vote any differently for us. So, um, so we're, we're, we're right where we need to be um, in terms of the polls. I don't put much stock into that stuff. Um, obviously, um, the thing that's the most important for us is, is us. We, need, we just need to focus on Saginaw Valley. Um, we, we can't worry about, you know, who we're playing and, um, you know, and we can't get too, too caught up in the standings. I mean, we just need to take care of business one week at a time. Um, and it's, it's going to be, uh, we, we got a long road ahead, um, and a lot of tough battles and, and we can't get caught up, um, with a big win or a big loss. We just got to have the mindset and we got to be ready to move on and attack, um, what's right in front of us. And so that'll be our focus moving forward. It's definitely going to be a weekend and week out procedure, obviously, based on uh, the schedule that you do have in front of you. Looking at how things went last year, you guys had some very close losses against the three playoff teams that did get uh, that opportunity to play in the postseason in the GLIAC. Talking about Davenport, Grand Valley State, which was ranked really high in the country in Division Two, And then, of course... Ferris State goes all the way back to the national championship and gets another trophy. So you guys know that you were able to compete with those teams last year. For the guys that you do have coming back this season, what was it like for them to get that experience to play in a big-time matchup against those teams and prove that you guys can compete with those programs? I mean, it's it's important. Um, you know, I'm hoping that our guys have a huge chip on their shoulder. Um about, um, you know, those opportunities that, um, that we had control of that, you know, we didn't handle, um, ourselves in, in the manner that we needed to. And, um, that was a big, big reason why we, we came up, uh, you know, a few inches short. And so, um, you know, in, in games like that, it, it's going to come down to, you know, a couple plays and you need to be on the plus side of those couple plays or, you know, you'll be on the outside looking in and that, that is exactly what happened, um, last year. And, um, we had, uh, we had control of our situation and our destiny and, you know, we let us slip through our fingers. Um, and so we just got to be stronger, uh, mentally, uh, we have to have more discipline. Um, we have to have greater leadership. And so that's really what we focused on in the off season is, is leadership and discipline. Um, and we feel like if we can grow, um, in those two areas, um, Hopefully that'll be the difference um, in 2023. Let's talk about some of the guys that are going to make that difference this season. Who are some of your returning players that you're expecting to see big things out of this season? Yeah, you know, offensively, Derek Hinton is back on offense, um, as well as uh, Ernest Sanders and Kevin Swift, um, all returning uh, wide receivers for us, all have experience, all have big playmaking ability. And then Eric Kraft is also... Um, a newcomer who's, um, you know, broken into the scene for us. So really excited about our wide receiver core. And we have some dynamic, um, you know, slot guys with, uh, you know, Ronnie folks and, uh, Derek Bryant, Sam Durst. Uh, so I'm really excited about the skill that we have. Um, and our, our, our whole offensive line is back. Um, and that's really probably where this team has grown the most. Obviously week one, 406 yards rushing. You can see that we can, we can pound the thing and then, you know, running backs, uh, Tyler Amos, uh, Nick Johnson are back from last year and uh, expecting big things out of both of those guys. And then we got a newcomer by the name of Terrence Brown, um, who had a big game uh, against Wyoming State. And and then we have a three-headed monster at quarterback with, um, you know, Willie Taylor, 
Michael Horo and Jaris Grissom. Um, it's all three quarterbacks played last week and all played well. Um, and we'll continue to, to use all three and, and, and play to their strengths. Um, so offensively, we feel we feel like we got a lot of guys that have played a lot of football that are returning and guys that have elevated their game. Um, and so that's that's obviously exciting. And then uh, defensively, um, you know, the strength of our team is, is going to be at the linebacker position, um, you know, led by uh, Alfred Daly, uh, Michael Kressinger, and Brandon Rawls. Um, those are three of the three of the best linebackers that I've uh, collectively that I've seen on the field together um, in a long, long time. It's very excited about, um, you know, those three and their ability, their leadership, their toughness. Uh, those guys are going to be tough to deal with. And uh, again, we have a very deep defensive line. We got a lot of guys back on the defensive line um, led by senior Brennan Goodman. Um, and then Leonard Henry has really elevated his game uh, defensive end. We've added a couple new newcomers um, as well with Jamarlo Sykes uh, defensive end. And you'll see um, household names like Carson Brennan and Hill, Irby and Jacob Spencer. And um, we're also a newcomer by the name of Adam LaDuke, who is going to do um, a lot of good things um, this year. So our front seven is outstanding. Um, and then in the back end, you're looking at um, Mikey Woolridge leading the charge there. He's a four-year starter, first-team all-conference player, um, who is the, the the voice, the vocal leader, um, spiritual leader of our defense. Um, so he's the guy back there directing traffic. And then, you know, we've moved Dante Barthwell from running back to boundary corner, so he's replaced Nick and has done an outstanding job. And Dante's special. Um, so we feel really good with him into the boundary. And then uh, Eli Gordon has uh, is, is moved into moved, to, moved over to free safety, and he played a lot of snaps last year. Um, and he, he's, he's a really good player. Um, and then Jacoby Sanders is, uh, wraps up there with our, our field corner who, uh, who, who got tested a lot in week one and uh, really answered the call. And he's been here for a couple of years now and he's just an outstanding young man, great kid, great character tough as they come and it's just really happy to see Jacoby have a breakthrough um as well and then and then just um you know they're behind uh, behind those guys in the secondary we have a bunch of young long athletic exciting you know redshirt freshmen um you know guys like Jasper Beeler uh, Christian Ellison and DJ Volt and Cam Davenport uh so we got we got really good depth um in the secondary um as well so um, and then just specialist wise, we got our we got our our all everything long snapper back Ryan Winterstrom, who's a senior, who's who's an all conference guy. Um, and then Ryan Hikers did a really nice job. He's taken over for Connor Luxick uh, with the field goal duties. Um, he punts for us, and he's got a he's got a big 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 time leg. Um, he was six for six against Wyoming State, two for two on field goals, and you know did a great job punting and can can punt it from from here to Detroit. So. Um, hmm. So, so all in all, we're, we're, we're excited about the roster. Obviously, the biggest thing for us is staying healthy. You know, we got to stay healthy last year. We got banged up some um, at the wrong time, and it was that hurt us. And it was we weren't at full strength when we needed to be at full strength in some of those some of those big games. So, um, you know, our, our model will be to try to play a lot of dudes, get a lot of dudes on the field, get a lot of dudes comfortable, um, and hopefully, um, hopefully make uh, make our dreams come true in 2023. It sounds like you've got a really exciting roster, guys that can make a big difference for you this year. And I know that you've got that really stacked schedule that you have to play that's uh, going to hit you rather early. But coming up next Saturday, 
is the game that everybody around Saginaw tells you that they really want you to win. And that, of course, is the game against Northwood. So you get your traditional rival next weekend. You get a few extra days to prepare for that. So what's it been like just getting ready for that game next Saturday? Oh, it's exciting. There's nothing like the Axe Bowl. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, we talk about 12 months of the year. And our kids are, are, are excited and fired up, and uh, as well as our staff. And uh, it's, it's a great game on um, the Great Lakes Bay region. Um, so it'll be a great crowd, and it'll be, a, it'll be an awesome atmosphere. Excited that we're at home this year. Um, it's going to be a night game, and so it should be a, be a really cool environment. And so uh, we're, we're, we're looking forward to our opportunity to uh, – What's it like year in and year out to play in that game? Yeah, it's great. I mean, the, uh, you know, the amount of lums that reach out, like there's no other week like this week. I mean, so it's already started. Um, you know – Coach, it's the expo. It's the expo. Keep it red, you know. And so it's just, uh, you know, that's that's what our alums uh, care about is is winning this game. And so uh, I'm going to try to keep my uh, keep my run going here, and uh, hopefully we can uh, put together a great game plan. Our kids can go out and play their best, and and we can get another W. What are some things that you've been able to learn about Northwood, and some things that they'll bring to the table that are going to give you some tough challenges coming into this matchup? You know, when um. When you get to rivalry games, you can just throw throw all the other stuff out the window. Um, and so um, records, none of that, none of that means anything. Um, and so they're going to, Northwood's going to play extremely hard. We're going to play extremely hard. Um, and so when in games like this, you just really have got to keep your composure. You can't, you can't get caught up in the rivalry. You can't get caught up in distractions. You can't get caught up in talking to the other team. You just got to go out there focus on what you need to do um, to get the job done. And so um, that's the hardest part of, of these kind of games is um, all the hoopla that surrounds it. And so um, I already told uh, told our young men just to stay off of social media and, you know, focus on, on what we need to do to be at our very best. And so that will be, that will be our approach this week. And uh, we'll take it one day at a time and, and uh, make a lot of sacrifices to uh, to make sure we um, come out on top. Goal number one is to keep the axe red and keep it in Saginaw. But what are some things that you're hoping to see out of your team, some things that they'll be able to improve on from this win this past Thursday against Winona State that will get you even better prepared as you get ready to face that GLIAC schedule? Yeah, we, didn't, weren't, we weren't real happy with the way we played against Winona. Um, and so the kids, um, the kids addressed that. I mean, 30 seconds after the game, led by Mikey Woolridge. So he, he let everybody have it, you know, and just felt like, um, you know, we made some silly, silly mistakes and had a couple silly penalties. And, you know, we opened the door and let Winona back in, um, when we were really close to slamming that door shut and, um, going ahead and, and doing what we expect to do here at the school. So, um, you know, kids, uh, the kids got a big chip on their shoulder already because we just really, really, uh, really, I felt like we walked up the field with a bad taste in our mouth, as crazy as that sounds, having been a team of that caliber. But our, like I said, our expectations are at a different level um, than they've ever been here right now. Um, and that's, those expectations are, are set by our kids. Um, and so that gets me excited as the coach when, 
the kids' expectations are higher than the coaches. And so that's when you know you got a special group. And I, and I, and I believe we have a special group here. Um, but, I, but I keep telling them, Mike, um, you know, you're going to have to prove it every week. And so we're going to have to prove it again this week. And um, Northwood's going to give us everything they got. Um, and our, our kids know that. And um, we have got to go out there and, and clean up all the, the little things that, you know, we, we screwed up on week one. And I think our guys are looking forward to that opportunity. Saginaw Valley State is 1-0 this season after their opening win against Winona State. And now they're looking to make it 2-0 and keep the axe red next Saturday against their rival Northwood. Coach Ryan Brady, thank you so much for making the time in week one of the season. This is just week one, so I am so looking forward to breaking down every matchup that you have this season. And hopefully we can get some of your guys on here too and get their perspective as well because I would love to hear from all of these players that uh, you've got on this roster. I, I loved the opportunity to get to know Trevor and some of the other guys on your team from last year, so I'd like to keep that going as well. But thank you so much for making the time on this podcast. I appreciate the partnership that we have with you and Saginaw Valley State. Thank you so much for making the time this week in week one. Duff, I appreciate you, buddy. Anytime. I'd love to have some of my guys come on um, and visit with you. We have some great, great young men here, guys that you would love to visit with. Awesome. We're going to make that happen. Thank you so much for making the time this week. Yeah, thanks, Duff. You have a good weekend. Want to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. If you like what you heard and you'd like to be a subscriber to A Duff Said, just head over to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow my Saginaw Valley State football coverage over on my Facebook page. Just look up sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can find me on Twitter, or X as it's now called. Just look me up again, at Duff Tyler. Our announcer this week was Mid-Michigan Now sportscaster Sam Ali. He also covers Saginaw Valley State football, so you can see them on TV. Just look for Sam over at Mid-Michigan Now. All other announcements are done by Steve Gale, the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. Until next time, this has been Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's... What a duff said. Thanks for listening, folks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.